There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Talk Art. I'm Russell Tovey. And I'm Robert Diamant. Welcome to Talk Art. Welcome back, everybody. Yes. Well, it's Christmas time. It is. And um, I've just been in New York, which made me feel incredibly Christmassy. How long it was, was you like, New York for? Happy holidays, um, which is something I heard daily. I was there for but four... You have to say holidays because then you're not going to offend anyone. Is it? Yeah, because if you say Happy Christmas, then oh yeah, that's true. The, the different communities. I actually holidays. like holidays anyway. I like I the do idea. Too. I, I like the idea good. of Happy Holidays. It I do too. Feel... But I feel like if you say it here, people are a bit like, "What do you mean? It's Christmas." I think it feels expansive and like inclusive. We're going to relax and like rest for holidays. Yeah, for yeah. Like vacation, mm-hmm. which is the American word for holiday. Oh, that's nice. So <laughs> I was there for four days. What was you doing there, Rob? What was you doing there? Well, I met lots of artists. So I hung out with who? the incredible Catherine Bernard. Love. Who I love. And I went to her Mickey Mouse mural. She's done this like wall painting um, of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse mm. for Disney. They've got this exhibition in New York right Why now. Why do they ask her to do that? What's her style of art, Rob? Her style of art is often things that she loves and they um, a pattern painting so she'll choose different objects that she loves so it might be like matcha tea which is her latest thing she's right. obsessed with mm. um, like a matcha latte mm. and she'll put that in the painting or Garfield or Pink mm. Panther so she's done a lot of cartoon characters so it's, it's, it's Disney things asked from popular her to do culture it. exactly popular culture yeah. and that's what so she's kind of like an Andy Warhol female doing her own thing her own language yeah kind yeah. of she definitely follows on from Warhol I think and she um, uses spray paint and acrylic paint and lots of water so they're very um, watery watery and yeah. just they're, they're really painted. fluid they look really great in real life because um, they're much more painterly than when you see them photographed. I think the photographs sometimes look more graphic. Right. Um, anyway, so I was there with her and we had a riot. We literally went around the whole of New York doing all kinds of things. We had a really great time. Went you were the there for, room. there's an artist called Rob Pruitt who was running uh, like a Christmas market, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like an artist flea market. And he invited loads of his friends like Jamie and Giuliani Villani, Catherine, who we just discussed, uh, lots of other people. And they were all making T-shirts and like Christmas baubles. Thrifty. Crafty thrifty, and thrifty. thrifty. Yeah. And it's kind of about... Um, it's like a social environment in a way that. Who Rob was? Where was the money going to? Was it a charity thing? I don't know. Actually, I guess so. Yeah. I think some of it might have been. I okay. don't know if all of it was though. Okay. I think it was more just like 
Cause it Come along and tell yeah, your wares. Exactly. Yeah. It was kind of a fun thing. some thick. Christmas money. So we did that, and I hung out with Rob as well, and I love him. He's, Rob um, Pruitt. Yeah, he makes these amazing paintings of pandas um, with glitter, which I love. Yes, you And he would. did this incredible Obama series, like celebrating every single day that Obama was in power. Right. Um, as president, he would uh, do a painting every single day he was in power. And then he did this exhibition at the end. But he did this while painting. he was in power, is this retrospectively? No, well, he did it while he was in power, yeah. Oh. So from the day he got inaugurated yeah. to the day that he left the White House, yeah. Um, he, yeah, the four years. Eight years. You know, he was eight years in power. eight years. Yeah, because he got a second term, didn't he? You, yeah, you're right. Yes. He did, so the so eight years. He said painting for eight years' worth of painting. I think that, so, yeah. Day. So 365 times eight. Well, let's look it up. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a lot well, of anyway, painting. Well, anyway, I'll ask Rob. But I'm, anyway, he did an exhibition of it. Maybe he just wrote a note in a diary. He did a, write a note. He does do <laughs> that, though. day in power. He does actually have a diary that oh, he updates every day. I have a diary. And I visited his studio <laughs> about six months ago, yeah. and he wrote our names in it, Carl Friedman and Robert Diamond. We're actually in, in his diary. I was really... But you're in my diary. No, but it's like a painting diary. <laughs> oh. It's an artwork. He draws and does pictures and stuff oh, okay. every day, and it becomes these works that you then put on the wall they're really I cool. like him I like I him. Love and he has, a, he has an online shop doesn't he That an eBay yes. shop where he gets kind of junk and sells it on eBay and it's been but it's not junk it's like things that he is sword. taking everyday objects and then turning them into something really special because they're Rob Pruitt's like so now he's been touched by the artist the artist exactly. and is present the I artist is it. present yeah. in them pieces anyway of I just love Rob Pruitt um, and when we do our New York series he will be in it because he's a brilliant this writer. is New York stories with, series of counter editions <laughs> no I mean you and me Oh, when we do our New York story, series of yeah, these. Like oh, sweet. three or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully I'll be in the diary. Exactly, babe. <laughs> Maybe I'll put you in my diary. And you can do a paint of me every day. And then I also saw Joyce Pensato. Yeah, I love Fred. Joyce. I love her. Oh, you've got punchy again. I know. I'm going to punch Thanks. you. <laughs> <laughs> You're so violent. But it's Christmas. It's the holidays. You know, you hear just, my laugh I always get punchy kind of... in the holidays. Yeah. Yeah, you were getting worried. So we um, today are going to have two of our regular good friends yes. joining us yes. because it's the holiday season oh and God. we think what's important at holidays friends and family and presents and as you get older I think friends become family become presents and they become presents <laughs> well actually I think my presence is your present oh I don't want it have you got a receipt oh, you're <laughs> yeah, you got a gift, gift, you're trying to refund receipt. my present yes I do I want all the money back anyway so I love our friends very much and good I love my, our friends as well <laughs> <laughs> it's not a competition it sounds like you're trying to return everyone I mean I'm not so sure if you do anymore um, and we've got Rocky in the in the booth in the booth over there representing. watching yeah, he's yeah, representing yeah. all kinds so we, no, we've brought our friends along because we felt like it really works when you connect with your mates and people about their experiences with art because everybody has an experience of art and so many people who we have asked so far have said like I know nothing about art I don't really have any inclination towards knowing anything more about <laughs> art but I'll come on and then you realise that they know shit loads about art or exactly, they have yeah. moments that define their life through That's an artwork not going to happen today <laughs> <laughs> who are you strange boys we haven't introduced you yet Shh, shh, shh. So, yeah, exactly. Well, we've um, got two friends. One friend is on the way, um, and another friend is here super early, and she's winning all the gold stars. Yes. Well, she's winning BAFTAs, actually. She's winning. <laughs> yeah, she is. Chilton's so BAFTAs is not the same. We haven't introduced you yet. <laughs> Sorry. She's quiet. <laughs> anyway, so let's introduce. This is, this is our dear friend. Uh, she's a very, very, very uh, close acting friend of mine and also a real human friend. 
Uh, it is the wonderful, the very special, the beautiful, but it's a podcast, so the, the dulcet-toned Laura Aikman. Hi, I Laura. feel pressured to be dulcet-toned now. Oh, no, you do have an amazing... Oh, you, oh hello. Hello, don't And also, pressured. we've taken loads of pictures so everyone can drugs. see on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, we took loads of pictures the other day, yeah. so you'll see Laura on our Instagram page. You're going to be bombarded, bombarded with her. Hi, Laura, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Happy holidays. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure. Winning. Totally winning. So... Um, you were taken round by Rob. I was away working in Manchester. Yep. Uh, but Rob took you around to a few things mm-hmm. art-wise for you mm-hmm. to experience art, for him to get a gauge on your kind of life around art so far. Yeah, and the reason we invited Laura was yep. because Laura's one of the people that listened to the first few episodes and really responded to it in the sense that well, you can explain yourself. Yeah. I, well, I think you yeah. left also left us some nice feedback. You gave a little. Did laugh. I? Did yeah. you? I can't even remember. You're one oh, of the first people. Probably drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Very uh, nice. Go on. Oh gosh, get right in. Uh, yeah, so I I didn't grow up with any art in my life. Uh, in my parents' house, there's a lot of like just pictures of them blown up on their walls. Right. So I think I didn't. I've always sort of thought of art and my feelings around modern art particularly have been like from growing up my dad being like if it doesn't look like the thing it is it's not very good wow you know yeah, i think yeah, yeah. this is a real basic bitch uh view on it but i think people <laughs> will relate yes. uh yeah i think that sort of growing up yeah i was kind of given the idea that yeah unless it it looks like it could be a photograph mm. of whatever it is mm. it's not a very good painting yeah, yeah um yeah. and then Sort of growing up, obviously, um, having my own mind, uh, I started to (laughs) (laughs) enjoy art a bit more. And then when I was listening to your podcast and you had Michael Craig Martin on and you were talking about the oak tree, I had a real like revelation moment when you said, I think you or he said, you just have to accept that that glass of water is an oak tree. And then as soon as I sort of, I feel like that kind of unlocked something for me when I was like, take away like any cynicism and just enjoy it. And that's the whole experience. That yeah. can be enough. And then I had it again the other day walking around with you because I was like, yeah. oh shit, I'm going with Rob and he's get, we're going to have to like stand at every painting and talk about what they need. <laughs> and then he just like whipped around and was like, do you like it or not? And I was like, oh, that's it. That's it. It's okay. It's yeah. okay just to be like, I don't like that one. I do like that one. Yeah. I like the colours in that one. Yes, and that I know, is- but I think that's really important. And I think if you can actually like relax on that level. Yeah. And, just, and, just, and also like realise that your own opinion like matters and means something. Like mm. it doesn't matter if there's books written about stuff, you know, yet. It's almost like if you're going to start looking at art, you just need to look at it. Yeah. Highlight what it yeah. is that you like right. and then maybe start, if you want to, yeah. start questioning why you love those things. Exactly. But I think also when you were saying like so many people have said oh I don't know anything about art, it's because people feel really intimidated to say the right things or that if you say oh I like this, then real art people are going to be like Mm, that's really pedestrian. Yeah, yeah, crap. they're really going to judge you. Yeah. You feel like you're going to be judged if you don't know. And if you don't know it, the right it, thing. You feel like if you're not, you feel like an imposter syndrome, I guess. If yeah. You're not, if you're not inside the club, if you're not a member, then how have you got a right to talk about it? And also, it? I think it feels like a very like middle upper class. Thing. Well, it's an elitist. That's the thing. Yeah. It feels elitist. And the thing is, that art isn't elitist. Hence, you have so much like art, the street art, for example, has taken off so much because it isn't elitist. It's for the people. Yeah, it's there. people feel yeah, like anybody totally can put that part of it. And yeah. there's so much public art that is there for the public mm. there's nothing elitist about that that's getting it out there so people can experience that and, and people also, pass that peripherally 
daily and that's there yeah. and that becomes part of your kind of language your makeup and your that's what I've loved about looking at more modern art is like how it does it is a reflection of what's going on in all of our lives and mm. it's political as well mm-hmm. and it's a real expression and as soon as I sort of just started looking at it for that person's of expression and what it means to mm. me Yeah, I felt like I enjoyed it a lot Mm -hmm. more and felt less like an idiot. I also feel like you can learn so much about yourself and kind of like your own development as a human and your own feelings about things like through art. Almost like it can help teach you stuff about you in a way. Yeah, looking at it through someone else's perspective. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And But that's um, exactly why we're here doing this podcast. No, but that's what I mean. I was just about to say as well, like I taught myself about art. You know, from the age Mm. of 13, I used to read about art. It's not like I really, uh, yes, I did a a master's for a year, but that was much later in life when I was like 29. But up until that point, I taught myself. And it was, that's what I kind of wanted to highlight to everyone is that you don't have to have all the knowledge yet. And that art can actually somehow improve your life, I think. It's so easy to be a cynic. It's yeah. such an easy default when it comes yeah. to art. If you don't get it, to be a step step back and be a cynic yeah. and say you're shut out, and actually just to allow that, as you're saying, to kind of pass over you and just yeah. allow that experience to be and sit with it is, you know, and that takes a level of maturity to be able to allow yourself to do that. Yeah, because, because again, it's sort of making yourself vulnerable yeah. a bit. But I can remember <clears throat> when Tracy Emma did her bed and it won the Turner Prize. Well, she nominated, didn't win? But oh, yeah. Okay, it was on the news loads. Yeah, loads and, and I can loads. Remember my parents and she, she became just a being controversial like, character "What well. a load of old shit!" Yeah, of course. And thinking, oh, but I think. Like she's trying to say something and yes. then just sort of shutting that down. Like, yes. oh, no, I'm being an idiot because I'm artistic and creative and that's right. sort of silly. Right. It's not. But how amazing that a work of art can cultivate so much conversation yeah. that someone can do that. Like an artist can put something out there. And then the isn't public. that the point of it as yeah. well? Yeah. And the conversations and that. How famous is that bed? Yeah. For that's know, like probably so as as part of British history, that is like yeah. uh, that is a reference point, a huge moment in history, and people are still very angry about that work of yeah. art. And, just and like, in my mind, it's like the start of modern art or something. It feels like well, it was like... the YBA movement. So for our generation, right. Oh, right. that Look, was I'm right. that was you were right, <laughs> exactly. But we all felt that. I felt that. That was when I was sixteen at college, and that was a moment when the YBAs were kind of kicking off. When Charles Sartre had his gallery, when you started to see Damien Hirst around, and you started to see like Ron Muick mm. and Gavin Turk. Uh, Mark Quinn's bloodhead in the fridge. It was all these things that just sort of felt like from another place. Yeah. Yeah. It's all culminated together and it was such a, a melting pot of excitement and suddenly at that moment London was or the UK was the forefront of art. Yeah. Contemporary art. So that it does for you because before that there was a lot of art and you know but there wasn't a benchmark moment. There wasn't like yeah. a, there wasn't like an atom exploding, and that was an atom exploding. Yeah, it was. And then and, that, and we've kind of we've, we're now in a lull, I think, for in in the UK for that, and I think that it will come back again at some point. But it, it it seems to travel around the world. So for a while, it was Berlin was the place. Berlin was where it's all happening, crackling, and now New York is where it's happening. And also, I think Los Angeles at the moment, it feels like there's so many artists yes. there that are doing amazing things. So it does seem to go to different cities. It's also political, times. you know, the way that the YBA yeah. happened is because of where where we were politically. No, you're right, you're right. And, and in America, there's so much. Oh, yes, yeah. exactly. Look at what's yeah, going yeah, yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah. And African American art is just like, he's, he's gone stratospheric. Mm. Uh, and, we, you know, with, with Trump obviously being in power and how that's affecting everyone and the anger that comes from that. And that, you know, and when Trump came into power, I, I was like, well, that, you know what? The best art sometimes comes out of, whether it be visual art, whether it be movies, songs, writing yeah. comes out of, of anger and passion uh, yeah, and, yeah. It's, and political and in feeling like you, you have to have a voice and mm. art travels. And actually, talking about. Um, you know, political art um, and kind of social 
change, you know, within art, whatever. Yeah. Like Olafur Eliasson is one of the artists we went to see the other yeah. day. The Ice Watch. Who's brought oh, these... Um, these amazing he's he's a uh, just for people who, who don't know who he is he's an icelandic danish artist and he does often very large um installations oh, hang on. we've got a friend oh oh our we other have a guest friend. is arriving we have a friend joining Should here we go da, da, da. we have a friend joining Hi. you're Look live on air <laughs> you're live on air it's the icon that is Hello. we need Hello. a drum roll or something <laughs> yes I love that I went Rocky was just sitting there. Hello. Oh, Rachel, Rachel, doing the controls. Hello, hello. Hi, hello. Hi, hello. Hi. No, I didn't have time. I was like, You're I right. need to run in. Hi, gorgeous. I've got coffee breath. Hello. So this is our second friend. I've got so much. Russell to and I actually have two friends. Two. <laughs> Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Two two oh. holiday friends. I just this can't believe is, we have so many friends. This is another amazing acting friend and real human person life friend. Glorious, heavenly <laughs> Sarah Hadlund. Hello, hello. Hi, Sarah. So we, we start talking art immediately. I've got so much to say. <laughs> we, we were just well, talking on, about. I'm just going to finish what I was yes. talking about, oh, and on. then we're going to let Rob, Sarah Hadlund Rob took into Laura around the Ice Watch, which uh, is currently at the tape. Eliasson. Yes, exactly. Good. So yeah. he is an amazing artist. He often creates these large-scale installations yeah. and they involve um, elemental materials like light, water, even temperature. Like um, he sometimes puts like uh, like water in the air, you know, so that it changes the well, way you big, see his things. His big defining moment was uh, the tape. It was called the Weather Project. Was was the big sun yes. that, that yeah. was part of the turbine horse. Yeah. used to walk in and people would just go and bask <gasps> in this light. And do you know what? That was in 2003. Was it? And I, I had remember. just started collecting maybe like two years before like street things because I was working with um, a few different like street artists through, weirdly, my manager at the time of my music. And we did... Um, I don't know why I'm going into this, but anyway, we did a, an exhibition with Greenpeace years ago called Save or Delete. And it was really early when Banksy had just started. And he made us an amazing um, poster and artwork that we showed in the exhibition of the Jungle Book. And it was all for deforestation to like highlight the, wow. the problem of trees. It was kind of amazing. Are you and basically Banksy... saying, Rob, you've discovered everybody? Is that what <laughs> you're trying to claim? Obviously. Oh, Banksy. Obviously, babes. But anyway. Can I ask? Because yeah. I didn't go to see the eyes because it melted before I got there. Yeah. Was it creaking? Well, actually, no, we were trying oh. to listen to it. We did hear a little bit. We heard a little bit, but actually, not, I know we did listen busy. and we did try and even smell to we see tried if to smell. the ice like smelled good or something. Because it's very topical at the minute. Is this why he's doing it? Because he's it's from Greenland, isn't it? The yes, Earth. and he's trying and to highlight the fact the fact that China is about to set up a huge Arctic city there, aren't they? They're moving. Oh out yeah, I don't know if it's to do I with that, that though. I, I think it's just about the ice. I think it's about the climate. So it's very. It's very, you know, the fact that that China are going, they're very worried, aren't they, in Greenland about what's going to happen. But, it's but also, I think over. it's going to be a huge China that's interesting. takeover of Greenland. Is it? Is, is China... they're saying they need it for the economy. Wow. Does China own Greenland? No. <laughs> so who? Danish, isn't it? Greenland mm. belongs to the Danes. Or Norwegian, is it? No. Oh dear. Anyway, oh, oh, let's let's stay out of things. What I love is people <laughs> just going, "Who are these people?" I got, if, it, if it makes you feel better, I am qualified. I got an A for O level geography, even though I put London where Manchester is. So it just goes to <laughs> get on to my point. No, Greenland, about. Oh, is Denmark. Green, Greenland is owned by Denmark. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, no, it's, it's a it's a constituent country. But how can China have a I, because they're an they, ice city. Well, I watched a bit of the news. So did oh, well um, done. And uh, I'm sipping from my tiny cup. It's of incredibly poor. <laughs> Green Greenland. I'm keeping it on trend. It's crazily poor there. Yes. So well, it's I just think, ice. 
that climate change is happening and that people in countries yes. like England and London and cities like that yeah. are just ignoring it yeah. so what he did was bring the ice to yes. us yes, yes. And make it see it melting in front of us and it so that it becomes real and half yeah. is in the city exactly so yeah. that's yeah. at the mayor's office isn't it and the city was a very clever idea because that's where all the money is in the country so it's like confronting those people who are trying to ignore what's going on and actually it's a real problem globally because like, look at what Trump's doing, right, he's trying to stop. Or deniers. He's tr- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's, I think, what it's got to do with. But his installation of the sun was so incredible. Yep. Um, it had, he had like a mirror on the whole ceiling of the turbine hall. And I still, to this day, think it was the best um, use of the turbine hall. Right. Because it transformed this very, like, claustro- not claustrophobic, but like... It is quite bunkerish. It's quite yeah. bunkerish, yeah. yeah. I always think it's a bit like kind of going underground or something. It's yeah. a bit, like, terrifying. Yeah. But, um, but it's so huge. Anderson shelter for those of you that were in the war. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But it just listening to a podcast. There was something, there was something so really powerful about just the simplicity of the light yeah. and the warmth. And I used to like go in there multiple times and just lie down. Yeah. And you could actually see kind of see a like, reflection in the yeah. roof. Yeah. It was a bit like uh, like a bit like Narcissus um, Garden, you know, by Yaya Kasama, who we yes. also went to see the other day. But, um, that kind of work where the audience is kind of seeing themselves gotcha. or something. Wow. But the air had water in it, I think, like oh moisture. Yeah, and mist. it was like a mist. Yeah, and it was just this incredible. Um, I don't know. It had a really big impact on me at the time. Anyway, so, he's really but the, great. But the, it's really been effective, though. That artwork on the yeah. on outside the Tate has. Yeah, it? I think it's been so. Everyone's talking I think you're about right, the though, melting ice. When you see programs about it, it's so different from our landscape that it's really hard to get your head around. Yeah, when you're presented with something in front of you, you mm. can't. You can't ignore it, can you? No. But it's like plastic now. It's oh, like when, oh, you, when, you, go, oh, when I go, you go go pret manger or something and you come yeah. out of your little bag and I'm like, so I've eaten all of this and this now, is now all yeah. going to go in the sea. Well, yeah. even when you yeah. do your shopping, like so much of your stuff is so say on the back non-recyclable. Yeah. If you haven't watched it and if it's still on iPlayer, there's a documentary called Drowning in Plastic. Yes, oh, yeah. It's amazing. They take all these little birds oh, no. and a lot of them have died and they do like, what do you call it? An autopsy. autopsy and they've all got plastic in their stomachs. Full of plastic in their stomachs that their mums have eaten and then regurgitated and fed them. Well, apparently yeah. the same with oysters and mussels they've all got plastic in now oh, got t- I've always told you oysters are disgusting yeah I know but I quite mm. like the taste of plastic disgusting. okay so taking the focus back to art oh, um, oysters. Yes. I would love to just quickly say so Sarah and yes. Laura mm-hmm. um uh, both acted with Russell in an amazing TV show called The Job Lot, yes. which I love them so much. It's one <laughs> of the funniest. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was the yeah. funniest show, and actually, I think it was the first. It's on Netflix. Saw... Oh, it's yes, on... Is it really? Yeah. You can binge watch the whole. Three People have rediscovered it. So there are guys. I'm not in it. Yes. <laughs> okay, so there are three series. Anyway, yes. and it was the first time I'd ever seen you act, Sarah, oh. and actually, probably you as well, Laura. Yeah. But and it was just genius. And then I discovered Sarah was in Miranda, mm-hmm. which is also a brilliant show, and oh. you are so funny in that. Yeah. And Laura's recently been in Liar, which was another great show. Not that show. funny. No, it wasn't funny, but it was <laughs> no. a really great show and you were hit. fantastic. It was a really powerful, Very um, powerful, powerful show. Anyway, but we also hang out a lot outside of um, you guys working together. And yes. we've been in Hampstead Heath walking your dogs recently. And you've come to my gallery a few times. Yes. Um, and I wanted to find out, so we've just been talking about you, you growing up with art, Laura. But what about Doubt you? It. What was your experience growing up? My there? first... Memory of art. Oh, that was that was my phone. That's a fine. My phone. Oh, is it? You have to pay for the edit. Okay. <laughs> um, um, was Lowry because I'm actually I was brought up in Cheshire near Manchester. Oh, wow. So the first memory I have is of the Magic because we used to sing it at school. Magic men and Magic cats and dogs. Here we go. We painted on the kids on the corner of the street with the sparkling clogs. Six, seven, eight. Now he takes his brush and he waits. 
Outside them something gates to paint them matchstick factory gates to paint matchstick men and matchstick cats and dogs. Do, By the way, do. Christmas record deal. I mean, yeah. you need to have a holiday album. So that was my first memory. We had we had the big the wow. iconic thing, the walking home from the factory. I've yeah. yeah, yeah, the name yeah. wrong. Um, and um, it was huge. And I remember there was a big drama because he turned down, didn't he? A knighthood, Obi. He turned. He's he's Did he? famous for turning down the most honours of any any human being. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I like the way I'm spouting all these facts. I think they're correct. Um, so I remember that was my first introduction to it and I really loved it. I loved the fact that... He was very political in his time. Yeah, but also that he painted what he saw and and for a, thing, for a lot of people looking at some of Lowry's art, it can look quite bleak because you have got these matchstick figures and they tend the to be smoke quite smoke pluming out, yes. Yeah, but I think they're really beautiful and... So where did you see these? Well, we had a, we had a print of one of them at home. You no, know, so did we. My mum yes. was obsessed, probably is still obsessed with Lowry and we had a kind of like, I think it was almost like a fake painting. Yeah. It was actually painted, but it was but not actually a real copy. one. A copy, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. of Lowry. And I, rem- I remember that too. Mm. Well, my, really my mum, when I was very little, one of my first memories of my life is after my mum had had me, I was the second and favourite child, um, <laughs> she, she decided to do art A-level. She's a really good artist. My oh, mum cool. still goes to, still go to art group now. I've just done a collage with split peas. And, um, <laughs> uh, and she used to take me. And one of my first memories is have one, one of my dad's shirts on back to front with the sleeves rolled up, Aww. like a little overall. And I had my own easel and I was quite um as you can imagine quite an energetic boisterous child. <laughs> and my mum said I was so good and they'd all be doing all the adults would be doing their art and I'd be there and apparently the teacher was really good and would come round and would critique my work as well and be like that's Aww. lovely yeah and apparently I used to really enjoy it so you know, I remember that. But the other artist I would really rem- remember becoming aware of was actually through Victoria Wood was Beryl Cook. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. And again, yes. painted what she saw. And I think she was very popular. And I think people kind of that almost went against her. But she did. Yep. And it was made into a programme in 2004 with mm-hmm. Dawn French, Timothy Spall, Alison Stebman did the voices. But I love the quote that Victoria Wood said. It was like Reuben with comedy, with jokes, Reuben with comedy. Oh, good one. Because it was so, there was humour in the art. And I like like art that does kind of tell a story and you get a message from it mm. and I think even though I think sometimes art that's very popular can be looked down on but I think Beryl Cook was an amazing artist but these artists are, are, are social commenting yes that's yeah. what yes. responded yes, to yes absolutely um, and yeah I love the warmth you can look at the pictures and they really make you smile and laugh and you completely know the characters and what's going on within. Mm. The and actually picture. that's quite interesting because the times you come to my gallery and you've occasionally bought things mm. some of the artists you love we'll talk about it in a minute I'm I'm going yeah. to just ask Laura a question in between. Shrigley. Yeah, exactly. I was just about oh. to say, Shrigley is almost like that's where it took you. I'm obsessed with that one that was at the, well, there were two at the freeze. There's one of the, a woman walking into the water and it says, I'm tired of wading through your soup. I was like, that. <laughs> and there's another one where there's, it's called the mask. And he's like going, it's like one, hand going you wear it no you wear it and it's like I don't want to wear this mask all the time so I love just his little comments yeah yeah I love I, I forgot you'd come to freeze didn't you yeah That's so cool and you posted his neons didn't you on your yeah. Instagram I remember the that. distractions yeah, yeah, one yeah. yeah oh yeah so you got into Shrigley as well mm. that's so cool I'd always liked David Shrigley but I didn't realise I think when I first saw his stuff I didn't realise that that's what art could be now I didn't I think that was probably yeah. my first introduction I think to modern I art same reaction. yeah that you kind of go oh is that it's funny yeah you, <laughs> but you can also you sort of think oh are we allowed to is that art now? Mm. Is that what it is? Mm, mm, mm. And I love, I've got the, um, this will not be here tomorrow, which I particularly love. Yeah. The sign. That's a big, yeah, because it's a big thing of whatever you're going through, it's going to pass. That's what mm. I take from yes. it. And I love, I have that in my house and I see that every single day when I wake up. Did you get that from me? Yes. Yeah, because that's that's, that was an edition of 100... Um, 
prints that he made for Count Tradition, but instead of it being a print, he actually hand drew them. Mm. So it was a, a hundred unique drawings. Oh, wow. And it said, this will not be here tomorrow. And I loved that idea that he drew it a hundred times, but it's like each one slightly different, different even yeah. though he used a ruler and he did. But the handwritings, are, you know, mm. it's, it's a really special one, that one. It's got, mm. yeah, it's a great one. I love that, yeah. yeah. But I think... Um, and don't you always, Russell said you have like a little sign. The letter yes, bombs I have sign. the no letter bombs, which Russell actually so told me about. And I love that as well. Yeah, no letter bombs, please. I think we're going to invite David to be <gasps> uh, an interviewee on, oh, wow. on the proper season that we're going to launch uh, in spring. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's going to come on. We're just going to oh, invite yeah. him. No, 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 he will come oh. on. <laughs> I know he will. Well. I've worked with him for a few oh, years. Oh, that's a really good he technique. I'm going to start saying, I've got an audition with Spielberg. <laughs> 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 I'm going to ask if I can have one. Um, at the minute, I'm the lead in a BBC you massive drama are you no but I'm going to ask it might just don't, put it out there don't it out they call there. that something though like you, you uh, speak okay, it okay, projection yeah. oh astral projection exactly yeah. I think Pedro taught us about that when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So, Laura, in your childhood, there's actually a story with art, isn't there? Oh. Can we bring this up? Because I love it, yeah. So, basically, Laura was in this incredible film. Literally the height of my career. It's so good, though. When I was 10, I was in a Merchant Ivory film called Surviving Picasso, and Anthony Hopkins played... Surviving Picasso. What a great title. I played one of his children. Yeah. Young. I played his mother. I am Benjamin Button. I'm going back with you. At the time, I didn't really know anything about Picasso because I was 10. And I just about knew who Anthony Hopkins was but then I remember being when I was in secondary school um, I did art and we had to do art history and I that was my first sort of artist that I really connected with and I think it's probably because I knew more about his life and the story of his life yeah yeah yeah, and I could see uh, when he painted things Picasso's like a big one for you can see like what's going on in his personal life like of course well all of his lovers and he painted all his lovers when he was with the current girlfriend which (laughs) They must have been like, oh, who's so this? Good. Is that yeah. that's not Hang me? And still a bit thrilled, going because she's got half an eye and seven ears. <laughs> yeah, 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 she's so a dog. She was, she was a minger. Or like, what does that say about me? <laughs> yeah. 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 By the way, can I have all my features in the correct place? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah really. You know, I was actually watching some of it um, last night on YouTube oh. to try and see if there was any oh, clips of it. And there's this amazing scene of Anthony Hopkins walking into a restaurant, and then they see who's in the film again? It's Natasha. Julianne Moore. I was going to ask you if it was Julianne Moore because she was at the table with him, and I was like, "Is that Julianne Moore?" Was she playing Therese, the lover? Was she playing? Who she? I don't know. I think she was Dora. Dora Maar. Dora Maar, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, you know, guess what? The thing is that 
was my highlight what? was the fact he had this amazing knitted scarf on. Of course, and the knitwear. Like, and it had pink um, stripes and it is the coolest scarf and I want someone to recreate it for me. My friend Harry is the main knitwear designer. She used to be at so Celine, but she's at Calvin Klein now. So I'm literally going to send her that video and be or, like, make me this scarf. But you know what would probably be quicker Learning is to put it out to old, old women. Oh, yes. Or men. Just in general. Or, or, sexist. Women, or, or just put a shout the out to a knitting group. The ones that knit or just old women. Generally, all old women. <laughs> all <laughs> old women knit. You know what? You should get on to the casting director that cast the Shreddies advert where they're all knitting. No, but I've got a feeling that there's actually been this big um, movement of younger people. Knitting. Like people our age knitting. There has been. Who is that? And the big art the thing, isn't it? Hobbit yeah. one. Bra. He knits. What's his name? Who? The plays. Yes. Big knitter. He's a knitter. Who? Knitter. Martin Elijah Freeman. Wood. Elijah Wood. Oh. Well, let's get him on the show. I just thought, no. I have let's one get him on the show. It's not memory. a knitting show. <laughs> the other thing I was quite <laughs> surprised by last night, looking up on YouTube at both of your videos and things, oh. was that uh, you pole dance for Madonna. How do you know that? Because it came up on YouTube. What, what do you mean? Me pole dancing? Oh, no, but it God, said... I just had the... No, I mean, no, I didn't no. myself then. No, 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 no. There was something on ITV and you did this um, little interview and it said which one's true. And one of them was... really off topic. It's hilarious. Oh, just put it Madonna in. Madonna is art. On Come topic. on. She is pop art. Yeah, she, I, knew, she knew all the greats. Uh, she collects art. an audition for a short film she was doing. What was it called? I can't remember. It, it was like a weird... Like, it was like 40 minutes in the end, I think. Anyway... I got a recall for it and it was with Dan Hubbard and I'd just done a series called Teenage Kids with him and he it was a studio record so he'd come down quite a bit. I knew him quite a bit. Yeah. So my agent said, well, you go back for this thing and the character was a ballet dancer who uh, was on hard, struggling. She was on, fell on hard times so yeah. she became a pole dancer. Right. Um, and That's how Peter Stringfellow met his wife, <laughs> by the way. She was a ballet dancer and uh, yeah. I just the, like the late. What a oh, lovely yeah, sorry, the voice. late rest in peace. But his, his <laughs> wife is next ballet dancer. And Carry also, wasn't, on. Wasn't Cardi B a pole dancer or a stripper or something before she was a pop star? I think. Yeah, yeah I, I just watched an interview with her. Yeah. And she was in the strip club in New York. Anyway, back to Laura. Right. Pole dancing. Well, I don't have this talent. So my, when my agent rang me with the recall, I was like, <laughs> Dan, can we just make sure Dan knows I'm not a dancer? Like I'm in no way, shape, or form a dancer. No, you're an yeah. actress. No, wait, I've missed a bit of the story. So in the first audition, Dan said to me, can you ballet dance? And I went, can I ballet dance? Yeah, and I thought he got it. And then he went, can you pole dance? And I went, well, about as well as I can ballet dance, Dan. <laughs> anyway, cut to the phone call. I'm like, he definitely knows I can't dance and that that was mm. a joke. 100%. Yeah. She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think my agent, she, this, she was the assistant my agent at the time and she was Dan's partner. So I was like, well, she'll definitely tell him. It's not like she's got to even mm. make a phone call. So I turn up at the address, not having really looked up where I was going, and it's secrets. Hold up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And I got there and I got, had a voicemail. I was early. And it was like, just to, um, just can a request from Dan. Can you bring your point shoes, a leotard and some stilettos to the audition? And I was like... Why wasn't I seen for this? I've got all those skills. <laughs> this is mystifying. And any of those. <laughs> so I just thought, fine, I'll go in. Uh, went in and everyone else was With your point dancer. shoes and your stiletto? With nothing. I was oh, okay, already right, right. in Hammersmith. You're not oh, following right. the story. No, she yeah, didn't. I just thought she'd nipped yeah. out and got okay. some. No, I didn't. Nipped out in Hammersmith <laughs> High Street, gone into Poundland and gone, so I'm looking for <laughs> point shoes and stiletto. Actually, to be fair, they would have <laughs> had the stilettos. Uh, oh, God, I'll try to make this quick. So... Uh, we're all sitting around and I'm sort of turning to the people around me going, Are you a, you're not a dancer either, are you? And they're all going, oh, yes. And they're all like, there was one girl who was an actress, but then I, it turned out she'd met Madonna on a shoot for an H&M video in which she was a dancer. So she wasn't. Right. She got the part. Uh, oh. So, sorry, I've written the story. Um, if you thought I was going to get it. 
Madonna arrives with Dan and I sort of pull Dan aside and I go, you, I'm, we're all on the same page here, yes? I'm not a dancer. And he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I heard him say to Madonna, Madonna, just so you know, Laura's not a dancer. And she went, well, I'll be the judge of that. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. So we all went up one by one and did this scene with her and it went great and I cried my eyes out and it was fantastic about how poor I am and now I've got to be a pole dancer. And then we... Everyone had to go downstairs one by one in their point shoes, taking their stilettos with them, do a bit of ballet, and then they popped up some hip-hop and they did a little dance on the pole. And they were just going down one by one and I was like sweating, shitting myself, like, what am I going to do? So I'm the last one. Go downstairs in points. Go downstairs in points. Russell, you've missed it. I don't have any of the (laughs) You just went on (laughs) tiptoe. So I go down the stairs just in my outfit and I think sort of leggings were happening then. So I had a pair of leggings on and like a vest top. I mean, I just sort of did some ballet with my arms for a bit and Uh they were like, okay, uh, can you do some pole dancing? (laughs) I just sort of uh, did a bit of gyrating and then Madonna gave me some sort of direction I was just like this is so ridiculous so I just took off my trousers and threw them at her no thinking it was funny (laughs) and then they sort of turned off the music and she went that was great and I went was it? <laughs> and I got my trousers and left. But did you have knickers on underneath or was you stuck? Oh, of course not. Oh, okay. No, just, not. And, a, and a crop top. So it was pure batch. Oh my God, I'm so glad we I asked so about that. And, that. I know, but and you that's know what? what you saw on YouTube. No, you, <laughs> can you imagine how funny yeah, that was? No, that that was like, you saw that on YouTube. Oh, it is the holidays and this is basically an insight into what we do. Like, this is our friendship channel. Yeah. I love how when I arrived here, it was all very serious. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so going back to art, going back to art, going back to art. So what, what, if you could do an art heist and take home an artwork with you, what would you take home? So Sarah next. Oh, God. That's really hard. I think I'd want an original Lowry. Really? Oh, yeah. you know he's got some of them. Is he a McKellen? Really? Yeah, McKellen's got a few Lowry's in his house. Oh, pounds. that's They're amazing. Like... He also has Anthony Gormley, and I thought you wanted to. Yeah, have I have an... got an Anthony Gormley. I've got a print of a, haven't I got a print? Oh, the of beach. Those? Yeah. Yep. I've got a signed thing. Anthony Gormley thing. No, but I think I'd like the few. Is it the funeral party? The original, the funeral party, the Larry wow. one. Cool. I think I'd like that. What does LS stand for? I don't I know. Probably say Leonard. Like Leonard. Leonard or something. I don't okay. know. I'm not sure. I actually don't know. He died in 1976. I know that because I was five. <laughs> Is that part of the song? <laughs> that I don't, um, disappointingly, I don't think that was mentioned. Oh. Is that song, can we find out live on air if that song was an official thing or if that was something we just did at audio? I've heard someone else singing that song to me, don't oh. they? I think it might be uh, a, a North of England radio. thing. Okay, so <laughs> yes. for the record, it's Lawrence, Lawrence Stephen. Ah, Larry. it's Lawrence, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, that's, so that's what I'd like, please. I, I thought you <clears> loved <throat> Angel of the North. Yes, I do love Angel of the North, but it's quite big. It's quite big. Mind you, you wouldn't be able to hide that. You don't know what I've got planned and where I would put it. Exactly. But, but my garden's very, very long. Exactly. Yeah. Narrow, so I could have you it, put it sideways. sideways. Yeah. And at Christmas, yeah. you could put some lights on it or something. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> lots and lots of tiny battery-operated <laughs> pen lights at the time. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd have 
both of those, please. Is this kind of... It would be pretty oh, cool to have a Greenwich. I know what oh I'd like. God. In Greenwich Park, they've yeah. got... Now, I always get this wrong way around. Standing figure knife edge, the Henry Moore sculpture. Oh, yeah. They have in Greenwich Park, which is beautiful. I love Henry Moore. So describe it. What's it look like? It's incredible. It's bronze. Yes. It's on a huge, huge round dome, and it's bronze. Is it figurative, or is it one... Yes, oh, yeah. it's figurative. Well, well, it's, yeah, it's sort of... You can almost... It's a slight head thing, yeah. and then, like, a sweeping body. It's amazing, and it does look like somebody about to jump. Oh, wow. But it's a piece of sculpture. You I would like that, please. In Leeds, the Henry the Moore Foundation. No, there's a Henry Moore oh. Foundation in Leeds. Yeah, I think I've been. And it's incredible. It's so, so good. I think I've been. Because Barbara Hepworth's in Cornwall. Yeah, Barbara Hepworth's in St. Ives. Ives. Well, so what's the one you're Oh, no, no, you're thinking Wakefield. Part. The yes. Wakefield Hepworth. Oh, yeah, thank yeah, yeah. you, yeah, yeah. Smug. That's all right. Look at Russell's little face. His eyes literally went a little bit red, <laughs> like an albino rat, for those of you that are imagining. <laughs> a little eye. tight, smug mouth. And you went, yeah, I think you'll find that's Cornwall. I think you'll find there's another one in Wakefield. Yes, Russell. Um, so both, it's only an award-winning It's an yeah. award-winning museum. Well, we're it's both, just we're both museum winners. of the year. But again, disappointingly, I didn't bring them. Uh, for my own level art, for which I only got a B, still bitter, can't be on that. I did some dreadful... I can't even begin. I should have brought them. I know there's one abomination in red Caron dash crayon that is a copy of a Henry Moore. Well done. That I think I sort of was like, yeah, I've been to a sculpture park and I've done this. <laughs> um, but I still only got a B. So good. So, Laura, what, oh, what to link your... it to Laura's story, I did a dreadful pencil drawing of my point shoes. Oh. And retrospectively, very sadly, when I left... Um, left Cats. school. Left school. My art teacher, Mr. Evely, don't know if he's still alive. I don't. This is not in any way like criticism. Him. He drew a picture of me on point and gave oh. it to me in pencil. Oh, my time. I don't. That. Yes. Have you still got it? Yes. In your kitchen. Do you know what? When <laughs> I was a, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a ballet dancer for the whole first like eight years of my life, and I was obsessed with ballet shoes, and I used to draw them too. I know, and it's oh, really there's something really. That? Do you remember the Athena poster with the girl in the crossover top and the point shoes? Now I look at it and I go, she's never done a point class in her life, lazy. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I say it, bitch. Yeah, lazy oh, bitch. bitch. Look at her. In a is it anything over. to do with the red shoes as well? And that Kate Bush album. Oh, I love that. that. Sort of and the well, film that was goes amazing. back to the film, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you know about the film, Russell? No, tell Moira me Shearer. Moira Stewart. Moira Stewart. It's not Moira Stewart. No, Moira Shearer. Moira Shearer. Yeah. Moira Shearer. Oh. Were you suggesting that Moira Stewart, the newsreader, did a film in the fifties? I'm such a big fan of red shoes. She puts on these red point shoes, and they like that. They make her dance, and they make a bit. It's a beautiful film. It's a beautiful film. The red shoes. It's incredible. It's a Christmas. Please say film. it's Moira Shearer because I just want to be I'm right just again. Just the quickly. Red shoe diaries yeah. with David Duchovny. On so in the meantime, while I'm while I'm, you know, was that? growing up, it was like soft porn that you could watch. Oh really? Yeah. No, I never saw that. that was great. I used to watch Euro Trash. That was my soft oh, porn. Oh yes, I loved Euro Trash. I loved Euro Trash. More garish. Jean Paul Gaultier. Red shoe yeah. diaries. Oh, cool. Classier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It's, it's Moira Shearer. It's Moira Shearer. So hang on, I'm just going to fact check. So it's definitely she she played Vicky Page, and then also your song. I think it was a status quo song called Pictures of Matstick Men. Painted, matched. No, it is. Laura, haven't, called... you, haven't you been in a film in with a film Status, status Quo? Absolutely. What the hell is this so story? So how did you go from Anthony Hopkins to Status Quo? Hey, don't speak ill of Status Quo. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, they're iconic. Go on, yes. what did you do with him? Is it another lap dancing oh, movie? It <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it was called, but well, we went to Fiji and Matt was in it as well. Wow, really? Yeah. And oh, Francis Rossi is such a dream. Is he? Oh, wow. Yeah. Rest in peace, Rick. So, oh. Laura, what is the art heist you would take home with you? Well, 
I think it's, I don't know how to say it. Is it Ed Ruscha? Yeah, Ed Ruscha. Ruscha. Uh, well, just because it was really going my living room above my new grey velvet sticker. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. it's, the, it's like blue and red and it says honk across it. Yes. Oh, did you see that freeze this year or did you see that? I don't know when I've seen it. Yeah, that's I a cool one. He's got another one that says oof, which I like ooh, as well. Ooh, O-O-F. I love yeah. that you love Ed Ruscha. He's like totally major. I'm yeah. not so mad on the... F- photography aspect just because it's a bit depressing he's not he's not specifically famous for his photography aspect but yeah. he is that is definitely part of his you know, output but he's his got words. another one that says i think it says smells like the back of an old hot radio i like that one too oh my god i haven't <laughs> seen that one i haven't seen that one either sure that's real but he's that no ed roche is like proper big time that's really oh, exciting right. well yeah where was your grey oh, velvet sofa from oh, oh you've got notes i've got oh notes god. all right Something i wanted on. to say ask us questions Pieter Bruegel, do you know him? The Flemish artist, Renaissance. Yeah, Bruegel. Bruegel. Yeah. Russell. Icarus, descending, the just, one that's just, painted. Just a you can just, you can <laughs> painting no, of Icarus. No, no, no. But just that he... Um, that Peter Bruegel. He was, we, people are saying that Lowry and Beryl Cook both painting people and people around them, and that's what he did. In his time. Yeah. And so they were saying that they were similar versions in different eras of him. Which I thought was really interesting, and I looked up his paintings and thought, yes. And they were a social commentary, sort yes, of thing. Yes, which yeah, I yeah, really yeah. like. That's all I have to say. So Laura and I went to see Yaya Kasama, who's pretty much the most famous um, Japanese artist ever, and she's—I think she's about ninety now. I mm-hmm. think she's just turned ninty. And it was her twelfth mental institute. Yeah, she, yeah, has, she is. She yeah. sectioned herself. But she's had Fair she's had thing. a lot oh, of. She um, sectioned herself. Yeah, to live oh in a mental God. hospital. But she's still making art. Yeah, she, she is. Yeah, and this yeah. is her twelfth exhibition at Victoria Miro, and we went to it, and it was totally. Was there a line to get in? Well, the thing is, we didn't actually have tickets, but because we'd hung out with um, Ender Jekka the other day and we met Matt Kerry Williams, he had said, like, come along. So I went and spoke to them and then they... I didn't message him, actually. I just walked in and they they gave us the pass (coughs) and let us see the show. But it was so, so incredible. Is this the art, the light stuff? It was bonkers. We went to the first picture and I was like, Rob, this is giving me a headache. And he was like, I think it's meant to. Yeah. It's her obsessiveness she... with making dots and obsessiveness with oh, wow. constantly They're, doing that. And some she's... of them are really intense in that first room, weren't yeah. they? They were like, wow. But for her, that's complete clarity. Yeah. For her, that's the most clear she sees the world is when she sees wow. spots. So for the listeners, basically her paintings often have lots and lots of dots on them. And you might even, in a kind of pop culture way, have seen her work on Louis Vuitton handbags about mm. three oh, years wow. ago because she's done all kinds of collaborations. Yes. And um, she's best known for her pumpkins, which are also covered in dots. Mm. And the dots come from when she was about 10 years old. So it was like her early childhood. And she used to have these really kind of very clear hallucinations. And she'd suddenly wow. see like flashes of light or auras, which Russell and I always have a joke about because mm. he thinks I can see auras. Because <laughs> I always say, that person's got a great aura. And one day he said, Rob, can you see auras? And I was like, yeah, yours is really green today. <laughs> he got really terrified. What's mine? What's mine? Yours is just love, babes. All I see is like, like pink orange, hearts. Like orange, when I look yeah. at Sarah Hadlin, I just see pink hearts and, yeah. and sparkling oh, stars um, everywhere. Um, anyway, black dark heart but, doesn't show through. That's good. But she would also see these dense kind of uh, fields of dots oh, and then nets God. that would go over everything. And she used the to infinity nets. Infinity yeah. nets, yeah. And she would explain it as being almost like self-obliteration that she would somehow get completely obliterated and disappear um, oh. in all these dots. Mm. And that then became the focus of her work in a way. And a it's motif. kind of a motif in her work. Yeah, and she's just incredible. And there's a mad room upstairs that's like really dark, yeah, and it's mirrored. And you go in, and there's kind of these neon how would you explain it, Rob? Well, weren't they, um, they're like those. Um, lampshades they, you get from Ikea. That's what they are. They're like paper, <laughs> paper, paper lanterns. Like the paper ones. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, wow. 
but they're sort of blacked out and then there's neon spots and the colours change when you're in there. It's oh really my cool. God. It was so incredible. Even you describing that is making me think, yeah, that would give you a headache. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I'd, my critique would be, it's very dark. <laughs> but the lights are. Oh, for goodness sake, why is everything so aggressive? <laughs> yeah, but you can only be in there a minute or something, can't you? Yes, you're, do they literally oh, really? put a timer <laughs> on when you go in? Why? We, we actually so had about, we, yeah. we had probably four minutes. Yeah, we did have a bit of time. Yes, exactly. And we did a, we'll post the photos from it, but basically there's mirrors everywhere and it becomes this endless room. So it's kind of infinity again. And And I think people keep walking into the wall. Yeah, they do. They actually had to guide us. That's right. They have a guide in there with you, don't they, that stands? Yeah, even so, they were very worried about us walking into a wall. They just took one look at me. We were saying... You were in points, weren't you? (laughs) And stiletto. (laughs) One stiletto, one point. Trousers down. We might have to watch this one. And a bit like that, that Eliason's son, there was something about the very simplicity of it, like the the way that there are lights involved and then mirrors and then these paper lanterns. It's immersive, it's completely immersive. Yeah, yeah, but it was just really like simple yeah and it was something so powerful about how lava simple it was lampy. that was my decision. a lava lamp yeah you said oh, you felt like lampy. you were in a lava lamp exactly wow. it was really really cool though so that is her statement that's how she perceives the world yeah and yes. i think it's creating this endless space so that everywhere around you you feel infinity and wow. what i took from it is maybe that's what it's like for her yeah. when she has those episodes of like yeah. never ending like it's never ne- yeah end. it's like it's never yeah. going to end and somehow the whole you know you just like a mind you become brain. it felt oh. like you're in space almost like you were just like floating in space or something but it actually was really incredible yeah it was really cool experience yeah and I don't know if I would live with all of it personally because some of it's so intense like Mm. but I just I love it and I love it as an experience piece of her art what would that be well people buy the painting there's giant giant, like flower bronze sculptures she does which was a bit Teletubbies garden it is completely Teletubbies garden yes I know but I actually think often those TV shows are sometimes inspired by art Ah. yes and I know that Andrew Davenport who um, was part of the reason Teletubbies happened. I think he wrote it. He also did that recent one. What's it called? The Night, Night Garden. Night Garden. Yeah, he Night he did that as well. Garden, yeah. He's incredible, but he <clears throat> constantly looks at art. And he himself was actually in a Gilbert and George photograph in the 80s. Oh, really? Like as one of the models, yeah. So he's very much, and I think he studied dance and art or something when he was growing up. Mm. I know him through the gallery. But I actually think a lot of those surreal TV yeah. shows have actually been inspired well, they become popular culture, doesn't she? Like yeah, they she's, she's totally, like, yeah. She even makes me think of, well, she's the female Jeff Koons in some way. Do you know, yeah, the yeah, way yeah. That he's, he's become so... And popular. you know, I was just in New York and they moment I have a gift shop in a different location, like just in like Prince Street or somewhere. Yeah. And that is full, really of, to to moment, full of her toys though. Merchandise. It's no. just Wait. full of her toys of oh, really? um, like the pumpkins and stuff. And I was yeah. saying to you, I almost, I almost prefer the tiny <laughs> yeah. handheld pumpkins. They're so cute. Well, it's her and Murakami yeah there's been lots of art Kashi Murakami Jeff Koons, Jeff Koons uh, yeah. Kors yeah. these are people that have, that have crossed I over I love Kors Brian. did artwork <laughs> their music what can you do to make you what can I do to make you yeah, love oh the Kors very funny oh. no it's K-A-W-S not no. C-O-R oh. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good one. But these are people. <laughs> good one. These are people. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> no, Cause is a is a, originally a street artist called Brighton, and he's the coolest guy. Mm. I've I've been to his studio in New York, and he's so humble and so quiet. And you know, when I went to his studio, um, everyone was working with headphones on. And it was like super silent in the studio, and I had these um Asics trainers that for some reason had broken, and they were squeaking. <laughs> and I was walking through his hallway. He's like literally one of the best collectors as well. He's got such good taste in art. And we went to like look at some of his collection upstairs. And as we were walking up the stairs, and I was going down the hallway. My 
my ske- my shoes were squeaking <gasps> and I just said to him I'm really sorry but I didn't mean to like make so much noise because it was just so peaceful and calm there. I did love him t- did he just say get out get <laughs> no he didn't really care I think I was just feeling a bit hyper how would you hyper. feel if I'd popped in and started singing matchstick men and matchstick <laughs> I think he would I think he would love everything about you um, so before we we finish and conclude this incredible episode yeah. um, I just wanted to find out what both of your favourite colours are because that's my favourite question on the mm. podcast What's your oh, favourite colour? That's really hard. Why is just, it hard? Well, no, no, no. You know what? You know what? Yeah. So, so there's no pressure. Just whatever comes to your mind. Mine's black, and I know that's not really a colour. No, that is. It is. Of course, it's a colour. It's a colour. People say it's not really a colour. What Maybe is it's it not then? A I don't know. It's a just feeling. nothing. <laughs> it's just my general feeling. <laughs> but yes, yeah, that's so interesting because I was going to say white. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I like everything to be white and light and bright. I'm light. But do you know what I? I love black on white. I don't really like black with other colours all the time. I like it to be very clean. That's my kind of... You should look at Elsworth Kelly's paintings. Yes. Or Carmen Herrera. Yes, yes. Oh, well, I watched geomet- documentary. And actually, yes. I was going to talk to you about the title of this podcast. Go on. Because she says in the documentary, you can't talk about art. You, you can only art, art about art. art. Yes. And then you have oh. something. Yes, love yes, her. yes. But then you, oh, or even yeah. Bridget Riley. You'd probably you know, love Bridget Riley's work. You know Riley's what would be work. a nice way to finish the episode? Mm. What? We've done black and white. Ebony and ivory. I know the lyrics. Are you really right. trying to get a record deal here? <laughs> this is like, I just feel I like this isn't a music podcast. I don't podcast. think I need to try. <laughs> Phones will be a ringing. Tell us about when you did the original you're... cast of Cats. No, wait a second. Not in the original cast of Cats. <laughs> oh How is that art? I was really? friends with Lowry. Okay. <laughs> um, we came to see your play recently, yeah, and well, I thought you told me your favourite colour was blood. Blood? Yeah. Blood. Well, you just tie off the only because I was covered in it in the <laughs> okay. I was either smearing myself in it or ejecting it. <laughs> Your character had a period, didn't she? On yes, stage? And then I popped did. It was actually incredibly moving oh, yeah, performance. And you ate it. Did you eat yeah. it? No, Our friend Louise it. came to see it. She put it on the face um, and then washed it out. And we were both pants. just, oh, yeah. I mean, it was properly moving. Oh, that was an incredible Yeah, it was one of the best plays I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It was called Dance Nation. Dance Nation. Yeah, and it was at the Almeida in Islington. And genuinely, I know it's not on anymore, so you can't see it, but if it ever comes back again, go see it. You should feel bad because... Because it was really great. Awesome. <laughs> I think they should make a film version of it and put you in it because you were incredible. Oh, in it. thank you. Yeah. Um, oh, well, look, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> Thanks and for having us. So, about the diversion. Everyone listening, we are going to be back in spring. Yep. So, what we've decided to do is. Um, to I, make I, it... I, I agreed with that as if I'm going to be back <laughs> well maybe you will be when you, you two might not be welcome but when Laura and I are running this maybe yes. maybe when um, Anthony when we're on vacation on, you two can step in you can come on yes. basic bitch art yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love yeah. that but um, we're going to have a little break and come back in spring because we're going to come back weekly and we're going to have a whole season about 10 or 12 episodes hopefully um, so it'll be every Friday it'll come out and that will be from spring so we just wanted to let you know that's why we're going quiet for a little while so if you subscribe, but it'll pop up subscribe. when it exactly. comes so back. Exactly. So stay subscribed. Yeah. And also don't forget to Instagram. review us. We're going to keep doing Instagram. We will keep doing Instagram. And also we have loads of incredible artists, but also other kinds of guests coming on. So um, stay tuned. I think we'll probably start putting the episodes out in March and it will be weekly. So it's like a proper series. Would it be also um, appropriate to say that I am I will be making some of my um, O-level artwork that I got a B <laughs> available. for available to sell? <laughs> Most of it's in in under my mum's bed. In you the know what? Oh, I think we need to do an exhibition when I open oh, the gallery oh, of Margaret oh, as well. Or? Oh, my, 
In all seriousness, my mum goes weekly to art club. Well, I've had things framed. Um, I did a lovely thing of Lanzarote with oats and <laughs> split peas, and it's multimedia. And, um, it, and it's up at the green room, <laughs> and you can go and see it um, in Water Lane, that is, folks. The green room in Water Lane in Wilmslow. Sarah, I've got a feeling that that whole description is now going to inspire the whole of the Do you know what? Season. You need to get People my mum on this. You need to get my mum yeah. on this because my I'm mum... I'm quite up for getting mums on. You oh, know Kerry Howard? Yeah. Her mum's a painter. And we went oh, to their house in Bath and I'm I want to get Kerry on. We should get Kerry with her aside, mum. My mum's artwork is amazing. Really? And there is a beautiful piece in her house that she did when she did this art course and it's um, fabric. It's fabric. It's absolutely stunning. I'll take a picture of it over Christmas. It's beautiful. But she is a very talented artist. I love the idea of people's mums making art. Yeah. And Kristen Wiig the other night at dinner, <gasps> her, her mum makes art. Oh, and she made it. We've got to talk about what Kristen said. I think Kristen... Well, anyway, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Kristen Wiig. Are you getting Kristen Wiig on this? Let's no, just no, say no, it. No. Kristen Wiig's coming on this. <laughs> no, because I think she's too busy, sadly. She's yeah. filming at the Do you moment. actually know her? Well, we don't. We met her through Pedro. We had dinner with her. She's so lovely. <gasps> I know Alison Johnny. Does the, that count? I didn't yeah. actually know her. <laughs> I didn't know who she was when she turned up. What? I've never seen Bridesmaid. I've never seen... I'm going to watch it over Christmas. Now I suggest you get on SNL. Guys, we want to finish the podcast and then carry on. Yeah. Finish on art. Finish on art. Finish on art. Love you all. Art for is listening. the word, A-R-T. Art is a thing. It's there for you and me. It makes us feel happy. It makes us feel sad. Maybe even like the lady from Japan, it can help when you're yeah, feeling yeah, a bit I'm... mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah! Well, that was an incredible outro. Happy, happy holidays, everybody. Love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Russell and I will be back in the spring with a whole series. We will be weekly. Big love. Um, love you all. Thank Big you, Laura. Love Thank you, Sarah. Thank Peace you and art. Out. At Talkar Instagram. Bye now. Matchstick man and matchstick cats. <laughs> I wish I could join in, but I just can't do just it. Just cut her off. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Talk Art with Robert Diamant and Russell Tovey. Follow us on Instagram at Talk Art, where you can view images of all artworks discussed in this episode. Recorded at Spiritland London by Anthony Shaw and edited by Gareth Isles. Subscribe to Talk Art on iTunes and Spotify. Give us a rating and write us a comment. Thanks for listening. 